delivery. Elevates the cross. Bain is there! Mac the Knife scored in what was a blunt performance by us across interstate lines. Our unbeaten streak came to an end, but will hopefully begin again like a phoenix rising from the ashes against the last pace victory this weekend. Speaking of phoenixes, our Sky Blue women won in New Zealand with a low score, and our young fellas were gallant in defeat in our North Shore nursery. All that aside, I want to give a very big warm welcome back to Jules, Big Daddy, Bumbach, or Grossa Papa, for those playing at home. That's Big Daddy in German. Jules, mate, I missed you. The likes of Michelle Morris and Nick Rahal. Miss you too. Chip as well in your absence. And Jono's too, to agree as well, because he's had a bit of the case of the Jack Rodwells. And we're very thankful <laughs> to those two. I'm still here, of course, just the glue keeping this whole thing together. Mate, how the devil are you doing? For all the listeners at home, how's fatherhood? Uh, it's cliche, but the best thing ever. Um, having a little mini sky blue in my arms is pretty cool. Um, a little future court. court. Final? Well, I haven't felt that yet. <laughs> like personally, I can't even take credit for last year. My assistant coach and reserve grade coach did the did the got the chocolates on the on the big day. But no, nah, I don't think anything will uh, compare to to that unless I'm you know over in Berlin one day lifting you know the Bundesliga title or something like that for you in Berlin. But um, even then, I don't think it'll top it. Little Courtney Vine, future Courtney Vine in my arms, pretty yeah, cool. Absolutely, maybe a Kirsty Fenton or a Charlotte Fenton or a yeah Haley. Who knows? But um, look, you, you look well for those uh, that are <laughs> at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a visual podcast, but I, no, the no. bags under my eyes are minimised. <laughs> the uh, heroin cream is unbelievable. I tell you, new yeah. best friend. But yeah, uh, if anyone listening um, is a father, please send in some advice to Sky Blue Stories on Twitter and yes, particularly Twitter. If you got any advice for Jules as a as a new dad, please and do any hints and tips, um, how to sneak out of the house before the wife catches <laughs> even. And you know, so yeah, you can... for football as well for Sky Blues games, that'd be un- unreal. Yeah. How how do you guys do it? Please let me know. Yeah. Now we've had a, another big week. <laughs> In the land of Sky Blues, we've had a couple. Of, we've had a couple of wins. We've had a loss in the Young Fellas. Um, some other things happening. Not too much actually when it comes to around the grounds, which we're going to get into in a sec, Jules. But speaking of that, let's get into it. Let, let's dive right in. Let's rip off the band aid and get into everyone's least favorite segment uh, around the grounds. 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 Now, check your emails um, for two complimentary tickets to this season's A-League Women's Grand Final. Where is it? You guessed it. Sydney. Destination New South Wales. Uh, not sponsored, not sponsored. Uh, a little bit of a, I don't know, a little bit of, I wouldn't call it an uproar, Jules, but a little bit of um, chatter on, on Twitter and the like as to the thinking behind this. Um, do you think it's yeah. just- Trying to put some bums on seats? I think so, a little bit to a certain degree. I mean, I know that, you know, we're looking okay in terms of the women's. I mean, a lot better than what we are in the men's. But, um, you know, odds on, I, I probably back us to to be there in the day or thereabouts anyway. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think it is just a case of, well, um, there's a good chance we'll be in there. Um, so might as well get some bums on seats, get some Sydney um, people in there. The secure the tickets now, and even if we, you know, knock on wood um, on every wood possible, we didn't make it. You know, still a fair few people might turn up to the game. Yeah, it's over at Combank at four o'clock. It's um, look, we're sitting in second now. Um, I don't want to count our chickens before they hatch. Uh, playing Western United this weekend, so that could okay. be telling in the. Mm outcome of who finishes top and who may might find themselves in a grand final. So look, uh, look, I can understand some people going, Oh, here we go. You know, the, 
a- a- APL are trying to get people to the game, trying to get them because they know, you know, likely mm. it's not going to go too well in terms of an audience and people, um, you know, walking through the turnstiles. But, mm. yeah, and look, maybe there's some truth to that. But at the end of the day, it's not unusual for uh, it's particularly something. To be loved by anyone. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's particularly something in its infancy. Uh, in terms of the grand final now being in Sydney for at least the next three years, for people to throw out some freebies and complimentary stuff. So, yeah. Eh, it's par for the course, and uh, I'll probably grab my two complimentary tickets so I can... I have. You know, I have already. I have. Fuck. Yeah. I just did it. I it's thought, well, bugger it. Bugger it. I might as well. Um, you know, I, I, I know some people probably won't do it out of principle, and that's... I completely you know, mm-hmm. get it and I completely, you know, behind you for doing it. Um, you know, I just, at the end of the day, I just, I just love my football and I, I won't feel as guilty about it. You know, if Sydney were to come top of the pops and have the hosting rights anyway. Yeah. Um, so um, hopefully the girls can do that and save my moral um, conscience and, and that'll be good. And, you know, maybe if Sydney find themselves in that grand final and win it, it'll be the, two grand finals we've won there over the scum. That's a really good point. I hadn't thought about that. So that would be pretty cool. And the other thing I want to just talk about, it's always good to shine a light on those, you know, young and old and anything in between of our Sky Blues squads across all the teams that make it into the grid and gold. So Janai DeSantos, Talia Franco, uh, the wonderful Shea Hol- Holman and Anna Stajic with a very famous last name with a very famous father mm. um, have been included in the AFC's under-20s Asian Cup 2024 qualifier round one squad. So congratulations, girls. And... The other thing I just want to shine a light on before we finish up with Around the Grounds, let me just pull it up on my phone so I don't kind of get it wrong. You might have seen Jules um, on the socials and whatnot. Big Paddy Wood and Big Bratz is uh, mm. going the whole hog. They've dyed their hair blue at the at this point in time um, for the, you know, Leukemia Foundation's Greatest Shave to create awareness for men's mental health issues, um, which is also this weekend is going to be the Beyond Blue Cup. So, um, look, I really encourage, um, and we've seen Grant do it in, in years gone by. I know yep. we donated money before, maybe, you know, if uh, Treasurer Finger, uh, <laughs> who, who who was on the match sheet actually to to make this podcast tonight. Sorry, I didn't really, I kind of left his name out. Um, but he's had a last minute match fitness test, which he's failed. Um, so yep. he's on the bench, but uh, he's um, a certain starter next week, I think. Um, so the, our, our big, big daddy will be back next week, but, um, something, you know, if you want to donate to this wonderful, um, cause, please, let me get this right to make a donation to support Luke and Pat's world's greatest shave campaign. Please visit worldsgreatestshave.com and search Sydney FC, jump on there and, and donate. It's a great course. Um, you know, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, just a side note, um, Paddy Wood has gone from looking like a reg- regular hedgehog to Sonic the Hedgehog with this blue hair do now. So, um, yeah, exactly. That's right. Especially with all those. I don't know if anybody's getting sick of those fucking ads on Paramount Plus when you're watching a game and the Sonic movie just over and over again. Please tell me I'm not the only one that's going to rip the this TV out of the sockets. It's got tails in it. Yeah. And, uh, My favourite. Sonic the Hedgehog, like I'm a '90s boy, born in '85. Represent, um, <laughs> growing up with a Sega Mega Drive. Uh, Sonic, was yeah, oh wow, yeah. Was even better. Um, yeah, and then there's the cartoon, but you know, I could wax there. Jeez, I'm that. not, e- I'm not even, you know, young enough to say that I don't remember, um, uh, that game console, mate. So yeah, I that that's made me feel very old, which is fantastic. Very nostalgic. That's, I think, that was probably the peak of my video gaming yeah i had an xbox <laughs> playstation and an xbox after that but the sega mega drive oh those mm. are amazing um Joel, yeah. we got a game or we had a game we did we did we had we did have a game against uh top of the table melbourne city mm. um always going to be a tough uh, ask even with their you know lowly supporters they managed to get to the ground even when they're top of the pops um i know the 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 sorry just on i think the oh, fuck i want to remember the attendance i think it was either side of five thousand or something like that it was low and that's a for, that's a piss take yeah for a team that's traveling so bloody well and has over the last couple yeah. of seasons and then on top of i know we're not oh you know we're sitting six still but 
you know, haven't been going that too crash hot this season. We're still the biggest club in the country. In the oh, club. and that's yeah. Fair. Without anyway, without questions. I digress. I yeah, look, we might be winning the attendance record, but we're certainly not winning uh, any games at the moment against City, who are by fire and clear the benchmark over the last couple of years, if not three years. So, um, unfortunately, a three-two loss. Uh, which you know probably flattered us a little bit, I, I would say. Um, just as an overall sort of, you know, comment before we do a deep dive in it, I, that was certainly my perspective. Um, Sean. Yeah. yeah, I thought three two. It was nice to you know claw something back, and we'll talk about Diego's goal um, later. Mm. As we dissect the game, but yeah, look, yeah, three two was a little bit flattering. That kind of more suggests like there was this arm wrestle battle, and it was. Mm. You're one all, then we went up two on the two, two or something like that, and it's just tug all back and forth. But um, we were disappointing in the defense, they probably could have should have been more clinical up front. Mm. And we'll you know talk about him as well. He was fantastic in goals, saved our bacon on a few occasions, mm. agree towards the end. But um, a couple of old faces, one in particular, came back to ah. and it was a sublime goal. But we'll, we'll jump into it, only took five minutes. I barely sat my eyes down on the couch. I almost wish I stayed at the beach. Uh, yeah. getting a sick tan. And and Jamie Mack, um, who's on track. I think he has to score is it ten more goals to equal or, or to beat Bobo's record of twenty seven in a season. Th- yeah, it's to it's to beat it. So you would have uh he's on eighteen now, so you'd have twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not out of reach. I reckon he I reckon he'll fall short, but He'll, he'll go bloody close. Mm. Can he score a How goal? many games are left? Eight eight games? Mm. Nine games? Something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's regular season only. It's yeah. not final series that counted, are they? As good as he is, I think he'll, he'll just fall short. Um, mm. but that first goal um, that Jamie scored, the first goal of Cities, it was just abysmal defending. Um, That's fucking shit. I hate to point fingers, Jules, but... I yeah. hope you're pointing at the right person. I, I, well, good, but, but especially Wilco. Absolutely fucking, fucking 100%. Totally, totally lost him. Yeah. And I saw him point. He's like pointed his finger, not, not to say you mark him, kind of say like, mm. I got him, I got him. Like um, yeah. at the start, he was aware of where he was, but as a good striker yeah. does, he makes a little bit of movement, makes a little bit of an yeah. run. And then was, completely lost, completely lost him. Um, it's a, it's, uh, you know, it's hard because Wilco's head and shoulders above any of the the you know centre halves that we have at the club, um, and he's brilliant. He's you know um, part of the furniture at Sydney now, and um, deserves most- all the respect that you know that everybody you know shows him. But you know, we we can be critical where there's like cataclysmic mistakes, and that was pretty bad. Um, just just. Um, Un, somewhat uncharacteristic of Wilco, but probably not uncharacteristic of our defensive woes that we've had this year, unfortunately. Yeah, it was a lovely crossbow bearing. It just mm. landed right smack bang. Like Jamie didn't have to jump for mm. it. Just, just ran onto it and just guided it into the, into the goal. And then half a dozen minutes later, mm. Tilio doing Tilio things. Um, it was Tilio time, oh. 12th minute. And um, I, I think that started... We're up there, up um, our, our left corner. Hand. I think it was, wasn't it? Back no, off a corner, or yeah. was it a? No, it was an attack. It was an attack. Yeah. But do you know who tackled? Who who won the ball off Lolly and and it all started? Talbot. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and then and then Tilo just marauded downfield in space. No one closed him down well enough, and he gets to the edge of the boxes and just. Yeah, you just need a shot. You need someone to just take it upon themselves. Like everybody's, you know, backpedaling and that, and giving him, you know, time to move the ball forward. And credit to him, like he's he's a he's a bloody good player. And um, if you allow him that much space and respect, then he will, you know, take the piss. And he did. Um, I just would have liked just someone to just, you know, even professional foul, mm. um, you know, around. You know, even if he's just starting to creep into our defensive third, just a quick little foul there. Yeah, you probably do pick up a ticket, but it's yeah. a ticket worth picking up. Yeah, and we see those kind of fouls, but they're smart fouls. And every day of the oh, week, like, yeah, take one for the team. 
Yeah. Yeah. Do whatever you can to stop them from playing forward. Um, mm. But, you know, hats off to Tilio. And, it, and it's another little reminder of, oh, he was one of ours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard, like, because I think it was just a matter at that time of Tim probably not getting the game time that he needed um, at Sydney. And there wasn't really a, a way in at that stage, even with his, like, abundance of talent. But, um, you know, and he, to be fair, he struggled a bit with City to get some game time. But now he's really starting to hit his straps, starting to show that he is, you know, undroppable. Um, Definitely so, yeah. Has it been... Is that what I'm hearing? He's he's going overseas soon, or that just because he's playing some good football that he's there's more talk of it. Oh, uh, like uh, I've I've seen things r- like rumored online, but you know you never know. I, I hope he does. Like I, I don't want him to go too soon. I'd like him to just keep on, you know, getting as much game time as possible and developing, and then and then make a move over. But you can't begrudge him if he if he does if he gets the offer to go overseas, then you snap it up. Um, but and at this point, I'm thinking two now. I'm not thinking mm. record score, but I'm thinking a, a little bit of a a little bit of flood. I, I you know, yeah, agreed. I'm thinking where's the when's the third going to come? Like it's going to be three mm. now, maybe before the half here. Yeah, and I really liked Mac playing at nine. I think it was a good move. Wood hasn't. Mm. Um, what's the word? It just hasn't worked out him him at nine. He um, hasn't taken the chance that he that he's starting the chances play. that he's had. But when yeah. Mac has played at nine bits and pieces this season, I've quite liked him. I think that's yeah. the right way to go whilst Alfie is out. So yeah. when we talk about the game this weekend with victory, I hope Mac starts at nine. I think mm-hmm. he makes some good runs. He's yeah, fairly quick. You know, he's got a decent engine on him, but yeah. he, he can finish. You want something yeah, to finish, you can, you know, in and around the 18, in and around the six-yard box, can find the back mm-hmm. of the goal or will go bloody yeah. close. But great result. that. Yeah, great ball, Lolly, Mac Motors onto it. And I thought maybe the angle might be a little bit too hard for him, though. I thought he might kind of get caught, but mm. a lovely shot down uh to the right of um of their keeper and it was a really nice finish. And I think it was just yeah. like a relief for, for Mac to get on the score sheet. Mm. There wasn't a big celebration. They were just like, okay, jobs partly done, we're working our way back into the game. Let's get back to halfway and go again. So I like I like that. So well done for Mac for getting that goal. Mm. But unfortunately that didn't last too long. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh fuck, we're clawing our way back here. We you know, we're in we're back in this. We're back in mm. this. Um and within a blink of the eye, uh Jake yeah. Mack um restores that that two goal buffer again. That was, you know, just horrible. Mm. Um you know, a ball square, defensive third, across <laughs> in the middle. Like, gr- like oh, I, it's, I know I've had yeah. been upset with with Corica this season, and whatnot, but I can't lay. You blame. can't do anything. <sighs> yeah, you can't do anything about that. That's you know, even you know, we're looking at the obviously the match report um, that helps us sort of go through the points, and um, you know, just bluntly says Grant gives the ball away to Tilio just. You can't sugarcoat that. There's no, you know, sky blue tinted lenses that you can, you know, put on on that moment. It was just a, just a horrible error. Yeah, but what what compounded it was when when it went out to Tilio and he kind of starts making the run towards mm. the far post. Uh, Red has mm. left. Both Wilco and Caballo, Caballo, Diego. Yeah, both of them. It was like seagulls to a chip, and they just followed Tilio. Followed, mm-hmm. them. yeah. Like, that yeah. Because I think maybe Diego was a little bit out of position there. You know, Wilk mm. would have gone across as he was doing, and then Diego then makes a run into the middle, kind of fill that spot. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. If you, if you, if you, if you're out of position, your centre half's covered your ass. Then you go inside. You don't track the same run. Um, they and that's what it seemed like to me. And they tracked the same run. Tilio very cleverly then cuts it back to Jamie. Mm, great ball. Great, great ball. ball. And then Jamie just goes, thank you very much there on a plate. And yeah. Good. Too little, too late. But that wasn't necessarily his responsibility. Wilco. No. Comes, and then Diego cut, comes back inside and fills that space yeah. that Wilco was, you know, mm. occupying. Yeah. Um, so that was another instance of just poor, poor defending. Mm. 
It's just yeah. water. All right, two one at half time. Um, we had a disallowed goal. Oh, sorry, just before half time, we had Caceres' yeah. goal, but Grant was offside. Um, late in the game, Red has pulled off a couple of really good saves close yeah. to. Yeah. You know, yeah. if we didn't have the keeper that we have in Redders, a lesser keeper you know, that goes in and it then goes to four mm. one. Um, but and I thought the game was done and dusted with the you know out of time ticking away. But um, yeah, something we've been kind of waiting for for Diego to do. Mm. Yeah, it's fantastic free kick, just perfect. You, you couldn't place it better. It was brilliant. You got to tip your hat off to him. I take your take your hat off to him, but um, yeah, it's just unfortunate. A little bit too little, too late. Um, nothing taken away from the finish, and it's good. I think that's his it's his first goal for the club. Yeah, that would have been. Yeah, tell me if I'm wrong. If have we missed a Diego goal, even in the Australia Cup or something like that? No, I don't. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't. I don't think so. But um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that is his first goal for the club. Yeah, and a nice way to do it. Consolation prize, I don't mm. But hey. At the end of the day, it was our, our slow start that really cost us, really cost mm. us. Um, our defence continues to be our Achilles heel. Um, mm. our, I, I don't think we're quite back to our old ways. Like one loss doesn't make it, as, as Ardo says, one swallow doesn't make a spring and maybe one loss mm. make a summer or a spring or whatever it might be. So I don't think it's like a lot yep. um, a lot. Nah. See what happens this weekend when we chat about it. And it's almost a bit like Jules. Well, there's only two teams that have beaten City this season, and that's of course us when we came back from the World Cup break and City yep. victory just a couple of weeks ago. And it's almost like uh, everyone kind of like, oh, you so say you lost to City. Well, you know, so do yeah. us kind of thing. So uh it, it sucks to lose, but it doesn't It wasn't a three points that we were expecting to pick up. Um, you know, unfortunately that is that is the way we we can't we don't go into every match expecting to win now at the moment. I mean, it's not the the Graham Arnold era where he's like, ex, you know, expect to win, done, done, done. Bradley C. Stubbs like, but um, yeah, it, it's definitely this at this time of the year where we are. Um, we probably would have hoped maybe for a draw if we could, you know, nab that. Um, yeah. but against, yeah. the, against the massive crowd there and that just heaving. <laughs> <laughs> to support in and all those he- heaving heaving buckets <laughs> oh no that was victory no, sorry um but look something that did work in our favor firstly was um brisbane beating perth mm. if perth had a one they still would have been behind us but they would have been less behind us but especially mm. with western united beating jets that helped us mm. stay in six so Definitely. a little bit of fortune there because otherwise we would have found ourselves out at seven and that might have compounded the loss and might have heard, heard the few more you know, chatter amongst Twitter and the like about, you know, our situation. Mm. But just two more points before we go. Um, I I just don't know where King fits into this team now. I just kind of feel. Yeah, I agree. I I think it was very interesting. Yeah. But I'm like, if you bring him, I just feel like he's just brought back because he, I don't know, oh, oh, he's available. You know, we'll bring him back. Yeah. Yeah. Bit of nostalgia nostalgia factor in it. So. Like if he's gonna if you're gonna bring back King, may as well start him. Start to start to start. And we might see that from this weekend. But yeah, and then you're pushing Diego high. I just don't see the point of two left backs nah. at the same time. Yeah, I agree. I think it's kind of it's difficult because, like, yes, you're going to get um, you know uh, Diego's strength is his you know crossing ability his balls in the box and also all that sort of stuff. But um he doesn't have a lot of pace if in fact he's, you know, I would say he's got that's probably one of his downfalls is his lack of pace playing in a wide area. But um that's why I really don't see the the great need to to, you know, push him further forward. Um I think it's just a, like it's like you put in here. Sean, I think it's a, you know, like a, a square peg in a round hole sort of thing. Um, I agree. I I would start King next game just to sort of change it up. I and that probably sounds rough because Cabello has you know scored a you know worldly, but you know I just need my I need my you know two and five or just basically my whole back line to be a good defender first and foremost. And I think Jury's still out on Cabello. 
I don't. Some of the people are I don't, out the door with him. But yeah, look, in our defense, yeah. the ordinary and, and King, that's his strength is his defense. Yeah, so, 100%. Um, so yeah. yeah, maybe it's time to maybe start him this week. And the last little bit, um, Tan on Twitter, a little bit of homework for Adi. Maybe I should know the answer to this, but was Diego's goal our first direct goal from a free kick since Adrian's derby goal? Back at a very rainy SFS in 2018. So was that oh, what a goal, goal that was? Is that the first goal we've scored from from a direct, uh, first direct goal from a free kick? I'll go out on a limb and say I think I'm almost certain it is. To be yeah. honest, Rowdy and uh, else listening can help us out. That'd be great. Oh, what about what about Bratz against? Uh, oh, the first goal. Of the season back a couple of seasons ago. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That that rocket. Yeah, that was a. Oh, and then Callum Levenhoff scored that game as well. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> might be right. He might have answered my question. All right. Um, look, quick, let's quickly do some SSCU votes. I will say uh, four for Mac and two for Redders. Uh, I'm going to do basically the reverse of you, mate. I'm going to go four Redders and two Mac. Uh, I thought Redders um, sort of saved our bacon, much like you said. So, yeah. All right, then across the ditch was the girls' first game overseas, uh, which is kind of funny to say because it's only New Zealand. But uh, there was a 1-0 win uh, with Rachel Lowe. You might have heard the reference in my intro with a, a, a low score, a low score. <laughs> um, look, uh, it was a very fucking ordinary game, Jules. A very yeah. Some moments of good combination played. Jonathan, I don't know, you talked him up a bit and said, oh, this is fantastic. And I'm like, no, I even agree with Jamie, all sides of the harbour. I thought it was pretty of an ordinary patchy game from the girls. But they did enough to win. Wellington's yeah. getting better. They're kind of um, closing the gap between them and the rest of the competition. They're probably still five years off or so from, you know, making top five, top yeah. five and challenging for semifinals and trophies and whatnot. But, you know, they're getting better. And um mm. almost pulled our pants down on a couple of occasions. But, um, look, maybe it's a matter of you go across the ditch, they had a week off for the international break, um, a loss before it, just take the three points, one nil win, still a clean sheet at the end of the day. Mm. And maybe, maybe Jules, Western United this weekend with a top of the table 1v2 clash and maybe a grand final preview. Mm. Um, maybe their minds were on other things. Possibly. I think... Um... I think sometimes you're going to have these games. I think a really good sign of a of a, a champion team or a team that's you know there thereabouts um, in that mindset is to just get the job done, even when you play below your st- you know your high standards and um, getting three points and not playing particularly well. Sometimes is actually a good sign, maybe for a coach. Um, I'm not. I'm sure Auntie won't be <laughs> saying that message to to the ladies. I'm sure she'll he'll be. Um, He'll be, you know, really driving down that he probably, you know, wants to see a lot more. But in saying that, that would be somewhat pleasing somewhere in the back of his mind that, you know what, we didn't play our best, but managed to go over, um, get the points from across the Dutch and come back home. We didn't have our number one goal scorer, our number one striker in Matty Haling. I don't know what happened. Mm. A bit of a rest, maybe a bit of a niggle. But uh, Roller, mm. but she got her start up front. Uh, she did all right. Um, Tig mm. found herself on the bench. Um, but probably the biggest shout out has to go to to Charlotte. Charlotte McLean cleared a ball off the line. She was just mm. goes to show what Gante was saying a few weeks back that she's probably that he thinks she's like the best centre back in the game, and that just kind of continues to confirm. I thought Jada was fantastic mm. goals. Uh, yeah. maybe the points would have been shared or worse if it, if it weren't for the likes of, of both of them. Because going forward, we were a bit bit clunky. Yeah, we had some chances and maybe we weren't clinical enough to put them away. But, hey, at the end of the day, we got the job done. We'll take the three points and hone exactly. all our attention on West United this weekend. So that's the chat mm-hmm. there with the, the with the women. But um, a quick, quick, quick mention now of our NPL boys. They had Manly United, uh, a 2-1 mm. loss, unfortunately. I called a win. I thought they might have had a, got them back or at least taken a point um, from the Manly game. Um because Manly had a won a game all season, uh, this being mm. first. Um, we went up 1-0. Lucas Smythe killing things. He's absolutely – and then a bit of a shout-out once, if not twice, on Twitter. I saw by Terry McFlynn, by Tessa, saying just, you know, how this kid's great. He's, you know, being through our academy. He's just, mm. you know, 
developing in leaps and bounds. So, um, but then two goals after that by oh, let me get his name right, uh, Mendes. Oh, just just if you right. just the touches for him to score, very composed, very composed. Yeah, uh, he's um he's a he's a great player, man. Unreal. Yeah, yeah. I I, I well I rate him. I think this is Bruno Mendes. Yeah. Yeah, Bruno Mendes. He, he, I did my um, C license with him, and even then, he was just like, a, like he could just tell. We're doing like our drills and that, where you have to like demonstrate and that. And he was just his touch is kind of, kind of crazy. To be fair, um, wouldn't mind seeing him get a crack at some A League club. Uh, he's still pretty young. He's only like twenty three, twenty four. So, um, yeah, it'd be interesting. Mm, yeah, because he's goal in eighty seven. Then McCarthy scored the, the goal in seventy seven. I thought the boys might have scoring in the seventy first minute. I thought they might have, you know, still twenty odd minutes to go. But I thought they might have, you know, done enough to to hang on and get the three points. But mm. uh, he still had a few well known faces in that team for anyone who follows the MPL boys. And look, that MPL TV app is ten times better. Oh. Out dishes up, but. Um, you know, you said Luke there, of course, Clayton Taylor, uh, Oscar Priestman, who's fantastic. He's he's their captain, he's the talisman there in the middle. Um, Max Barato's very good, and Hayden Matthews, to name a few. Uh, Nathan Paul as well. Uh, big fella. Um, look, it's going to be a tough season for them. They've got a lot of changes each and every week. Um, but look, maybe this coming week, and, and we'll speak to that right now, actually. Um, they've got because they've got the change now in the MPL drills where they've got an expanded competition. I think mm-hmm. it's eight teams now, I want to say. Is that right? Is 12 it, teams? Is it more than that? You say 12? Oh, no. 12 in a different league. I think that might be 12 in like... MPL 3. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, Football New South Wales League 2 and 1, which is effectively NPL 2 and 3. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. Up in NPL 1 now, they've got St. George, Wanderers. Yeah. Uh, Bulls Academy, who they're playing this week. Spirit, Spirit, your guys, they're doing all right. They're, I Mate. think, what are they, six or seven points in the top half? Perko, Perko, Perko is a good coach, man. Perko's, yeah. yeah, he's got, he's, yeah, and he's recruited well as well for this year. Like, they've done really well. Uh, the core of the side is still the same, but yeah, it's good to see them doing well. Like, a newly promoted club, it's always nice to see. Yeah. And it's competitive, Arpia fly, oh, Flying is, you know, they're on 10 points. Yeah. Big upset. I wasn't expecting a 2-0 loss to Rockdale um, mm. uh, against Olympic. I thought Olympic at home, three games. Yeah. Under, I know this is not a Sydney Olympic podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought they would have got the chocolates. It's for, it's for our Greek oh. viewers, our Greek listeners. Uh, oh, for Yanni and, and uh, Costa and uh, Maria. Um, <laughs> And uh, and look, so the the fellas are Sunday fifth of March at Valentine Park kickoff at three pm against the Bulls FC Academy. Um, remind myself now where those boys are situated. I think the Bulls are second, last if not last. But I think they I think they might be. Yeah, they're second last. I think because yeah. who's last at the moment. Uh, um, I'll tell you that's escaped me. I looked at. I was looking at the table the other day. I was looking at it today. Just show my age. Come on, <laughs> fucking load. Anyway, but look, if there's any opportunity now, I thought it was going to be last week against Manly. The opportunity's here to be able to get the points against Bulls. SC. Yeah. Like as as a team that has been in the MPL one for the last you know several seasons. Mm. Want to be getting the points against those in all due respects to your spirit boys, but those mm. one sides who were there already, yeah, getting the points against those newly promoted teams. Yeah, agree, agree, one hundred percent. So yeah, I think it's a good chance for them to pick up a vital three points. Um, yeah, it's very difficult job. You know, Jimmy has to do. Um, you know, bringing people in and out, and obviously such a young squad in comparison to the experience that, you know, they're facing a lot of the time with the, you know, the the larger size of like an RPA or an Olympic, but always doing a fantastic job. And, you know, it's great to see these lads um, coming through and, and doing really well against um, seasoned veterans. So, 
I know it's only four games in, but unsurprisingly, yeah, the top four there in MPL is RPS, Sydney Olympic, United, and, and Rockdale. Uh, although yeah. United might be in a bit of trouble <laughs> if you heard the other week when they played RPR. Yeah, yeah. The, the racial slurs. So there's a bit of talk. Yeah. Might lose some. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't surprise me, unfortunately. Yeah. Maybe uh, they've had their done their done that also done and dusted or whatever then when it comes to the national second division in expression oh yeah yeah but yeah but it'll be it will be someone else's fault as <laughs> per usual yeah it's always someone else's fault it's always you know profiling yeah. against them yeah it's all good but yes bulls fc academy are coming last they've had two draws um conceded four so over the boys i think they can get up and um if anything it might end up being one of those weird games like it'll be like six three or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Two youngish teams, academy teams, just uh, going hell for leather. So I think the boys will get up and um, well, I'll say a, a three 0 win. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I'll go. I'll go a bit more bold. I'll go. I'll go for. No, uh, you know what? Five one. Five one win. Five-one. I think they're gonna are gonna hit their straps. It's just gonna be the catalyst for the rest of the year, hopefully. Mm. Now. I'll preview now the Western United game for the women, that is, Sunday. And I've been looking forward to this game because mm. tell me why when I read it out, you tell me why I'm looking forward to this game, other than it's just Sydney FC women. Uh, yeah. Sunday, the 5th of March, kickoff at 4 p.m. at Netstrata Stadium. Oh, I already know why. You, yeah. It's a little walk down. Nice up, little I'll walk up, up Ramsgate Road and just walk across Rocky Point. Just wander past Beverly Park. I'll keep an eye out if there's any golf balls. Just you know, <laughs> there in the scrap, <laughs> I can maybe pick up, <laughs> put aside, and maybe pick them up on the way home. Um, yeah, but uh, they're they're playing West United. This is a big game for the girls. Like I said mm. earlier, it was a huge on a preview one v two. Um, we're six points behind them. We've got two games in hand. Mm. This is a huge game. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, this this could be a huge turning point um, for us. Obviously, with those two games at hand, it's 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 great in terms of we're still in a really good position to maybe leapfrog them. But this is one massive giant leap um, in that direction. Without without being arrogant and getting into myself and and implying what I was kind of implying before that those two games in hand are like. Battle complete and like, oh, there'll just be six points for us just waiting. But potentially they could be. And if we can get the win over West United this weekend, we could find ourselves eventually three points ahead of them. Um, and then potentially holding up that premier's plate. Um the big game, no more no more Chloe Lagarzo. I think she's gone. Yeah, she did a did herself in with an injury, didn't she? Oh no, no. Uh, she only I think she I thought a, she like a short loan stint. And oh, okay. Overseas, so, um, look, coach, um, what's it, uh, Mark Tocaso? He's got them humming mm. along, but the girls will be smarting from oh, what about a month ago now, maybe a bit longer when they lost two nil, mm. um, with two really scrappy goals and he conceded that day, just a bit chitty in defence, not clearing the ball and and closing down the play. But big, big, big game. I hope to see back. We'll see Jada and goals, of course. We'll see that. That yep. line, your mate Kirsty Fenton, Nat and Charlie, mm. Charlotte, of course, Macca, Sarah, and Shane in the middle. And with Princess and Courtney, I expect to see Maddie back. And maybe that's what yeah. you were thinking. You probably thought, oh, you know, she's probably well enough to play against um, Phoenix and travel across the ditch. But hey, you know, we've got a you know, bigger fish the week after. Let's save her legs and get her 100% yep. right and ready to go for Sunday. Yeah. I think so too, and I think it might prove to be a really good move. Um, we need her fit and firing. Um, not to say that we don't have firepower. Obviously, uh, Beanie's having a great season. Courtney's just been Courtney, um, and all over the park we've got. You know, obviously everybody pretty much humming along, much like Western United. I think because of that reason, this is going to be a huge. Like the quality of this match is going to be fantastic. Watch. So um, yeah, I'll certainly be tuning in on Sunday. Yeah, so look, if if you don't go to the night, uh, go to the seven thirty or seven forty-five uh, game the night before with the men. You know, make your way down to Netstrata. I'll see you there. Um, probably chill out, lazy thing, shorts and t-shirt. Probably just wandered off the beach, lying there on the hill. I'll probably just keep my beach with me, to be honest. Um, 
maybe I bring my son cream something. I, I at least finally have somebody to do my back. Um, so any takers, you know, join the queue. <laughs> Gladly. Uh, but look, I, I think I think the girls will be primed for this. Auntie doing Auntie things. I think they can get up. I think it'll, I think there'll be some goals in it, Jules. But I'll, I'll say two mm. one to the girls. Yeah, that was what I was going to go with as well. Two one. Um, I think it'll be a really competitive game. Um, oh, I actually think we'll go down and then we'll grab a. It'll be almost a come from behind win. Uh, that's what I, I'm thinking. I like that narrative. The narrative that ends in a win. All uh, right. Well, hopefully we can do that on Saturday as well for the men um, in the big blue. Um, Saturday, 4th of March, Allianz Stadium, kickoff at 7.45, like Sean said. Um, Sean, it's they might be bottom of the table, but I think they showed a bit of fight, uh, a bit of hunger last uh, last week against City, obviously in their win, and um, somewhat unlucky in some respects to not get you know three points again against Adelaide, obviously with a nice, beautiful goal um, from the from the youngster um, over there. He's just doing bits. Um, but but they'll be good. Um, yeah, 17. 17 um, heard the victory fans were chanting at him. Uh, you got school in the morning. Um, then whilst he was warming up, and then proceeded to score the equaliser. Pretty way, pretty great way to silence the crowd. But um, I think victory will be decent. Um, I think they're starting to sort of, turn a bit of a corner. I don't think they're going to be amazing. I don't think they're going to make the six, but I think they can cause us some problems if we're not careful. Yeah, they might. Yeah, I'm, on paper, when you look at the, the, the table, the ladder, and I'm like, okay, it's six versus 12. Anybody would say, oh, yeah, you know, that sixth-place team, Sydney will beat the 12th-place team. Mm. But I'm nervous. I'm a little bit weary of Yeah, you will dish up on the weekend. Um, they, they've improved a bit over the last fortnight or so. I yeah. don't think they'll make the six, but I think they might be the thorn in a few team sides between semifinals, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. it's either we'll either win four nil or they'll beat us two one or something to that effect. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So in terms of our lineup, um, I, I think it might be time to give King a, King a start. Even yeah. Yoga was ordered. Yeah last weekend but he had been good the previous two or three weeks before that but mm. yeah, i think it's time for give king a run yeah look I, I i agree i think it's it's hard when we go through the predicted lineup i think when we put hand on heart we probably know that it, it's going to be you know fairly similar to what we see week in week out um that's just what we've become accustomed to but you know perfect world certainly from my perspective as well would be to start king i just feel a little bit safer with King at the back defensively. Uh, I know we're not going to maybe get the same amount of maybe quality in balls into the box, but depending on how we play um, and who's leading the line, that's not necessarily where, you know, we're going to be able to capitalize um, against victory as well. So looking at the opposition as well, I'd start King. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see King. Um, of course, Bratz and AC in the middle. I'd love to see yep. Mac into the midfield. I think that's where he's at his best. He does a good job out mm. wide because uh, we all love mm. Max. And mm. But I think he's better suited centre mid. But Yeah, I agree. Until Alfie comes back, you, you when Alfie comes back, Mac will go out wider. Or if, yeah. if Sigicic was not away, um, he would be playing. Mm. Um, I think, you know, we'll, we'll see Retray start in the middle. Um I think we'll see mm. Mac back at nine, and I think that's a good move. I think that's a very good move. And Lolly, of course, and and then we'll have Max out wide. He, he does a great job at the left wing, and you know, and he kind of rotates there with Lolly, and he kind of just pops up. And mm. there are times where I see that him and AC will kind of rotate just somewhat naturally as the game progresses, and Max mm. finds some space in the middle. Okay, AC knows. Okay, I'll fill that space as they do uh, across a game of football. So yeah, that that. Mm. Be our starting lineup. Yeah, I think so too. I think that's. Um, I think, like you were pointing out before in the game, uh, I really do like the look of Mac as a as a nine, um, especially whilst Alfie's out. Uh, it's a shame I haven't been on the pod, so I, can't, I haven't really been able to comment. But uh, it's a real shame that Alfie has picked up that injury now. Obviously, just starting to hit form, and 
getting back to clo- closer to his best, not quite at his best, but it, you know, still looking very good. So it's just shitty timing. But I think Max, the solution, um, is just going to give us a bit more potency up front than what unfortunately Woodward at the moment. Yeah. All right, so let's uh, go to a predicted score. I think I've already mentioned it. I think we'll snag a win. I think it's going to be tight, uh, tighter than what it might suggest mm. playing a bottom place team. Um, and, you know, big blues like derbies, no matter where the either team is on the table, always has that that intensity um, and kind mm. of previous form kind of goes out the window. So I think we'll get up, but it'll, it'll be a 2-1 win. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I think it'll be a really tough game. I think there'll be goals in it. Um, I think both defenses are uh, can be have been shown to be found out this season. So, I actually think it'll be a two-all draw. Okay, nice. Thank you for that, Julian. All right, let's round out this pod before we say goodbye with hero and villain of the week. And uh, you feeling like being heroic, heroic, Jules, or heroic? Um, yeah. Let's 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 go with a hero. Let's go with a hero. All right. Well, you know, age before beauty. So I'll start off with my and uh, my hero of the week. So Bonnie Tyler, take it away. My hero. I wrote it down so I don't forget. Uh, and I mentioned their names beforehand. I was going to go easy and just say Rachel Lowe for getting her first goal of the season. Um, she kind of came on at striker. Um, but I'm going to say Charlotte <laughs> slash Jada. And I'm picking two because I can. Um, but I, I just thought their form and their performance on the weekend warranted it if it, if it weren't. I still think we're going to get the chocolates against Phoenix, but um, those two girls ensured that we did. Um, so my heroes are Charlotte and Jada. And um, nice. I've got a bit of now, if you remember, a bit of Foo Fighters for you, Jules. So oh, take it away. Well. Beautiful. We'll miss that sound. Um, my uh, heroes, I will say, for the for this week, so I am going plural just like yourself, um, is uh, the two lovely, excellent people that filled in for me uh, whilst I was away, Michelle Morris and Rojas. So thank you very much, guys. You guys were excellent um, and uh, really appreciate. I owe you both a beer. So if you do spot me, please hold me to that next time I'm at the ground whenever I can get out of house arrest, baby house arrest. Premium, premium, baby house arrest. Premium, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, no, no cheap shit. Don't let me get away with, you know, yeah, super dry. Unless you like that. That's fine. Stone, stone and wood, I think the premium stuff. Stone and wood. Uh, if, yeah, I'll be drinking that so I can, yeah, I'll pick up the three. All right. Well, here's my reptile. I mean, villain of the week. <laughs> reptile wins. Um, and look, it's very broad. And I kind of struggled. There was no one that really stood out this past week for me, but I, I'm just going to say our defense, the men's defense. <laughs> it was just atrocious. And it just kind of showed that, the, just reminded us that, you know, our, our center backs, or our defense in general has been our Achilles heel, has been our, our worst feature of our game this season. Um, because I remember the first half season was like, mm. oh, it looks like we're just going to outscore teams all the time, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But it also just shows show the gap between us and the rest at the moment, us and City. And we used to be yeah. that, Jules. We used to be, it used to be us and kind of yeah. And then over the last handful of seasons, City has crept their way up and now they're clearly and understandably and fair enough, the benchmark. Yeah. If we want to get back there, well, mm. we need to be agree. Good. Defense wins games. An old cliche, yeah. but it does. No, I agree, mate. hundred uh, percent. It's um, yeah, it's uh, actually a pretty decent segue into my villain of the week. So, well, I've got a new tune for you because I lost the other one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've actually got George Thorogood's. I know it might be <laughs> well before your time. Even well before my time, but the old classic "Bad to the Bone." Oh. oh. That's good. That's good. That's um. That brings me back to Terminator. Yes. Termin- yeah. Oh, that's that was my your generation. Kid. You've done. You've done well there, Sean. Because that's like one of my top, top favorite movies when I was a kid. So, yeah, that's perfect. I love that. Um, my villain of the week. It's it's kind of a 
it's a weird one, but it's a good segue into Sean what uh, what Sean just mentioned about benchmark and and sort of expectations. And I think um, it's hard to pinpoint who the villain is, but I'm going to say um, the complacency that has crept in over the last two years, three years. So it's a bit of an obscure one, but if I can explain it, we have in this short time frame managed to completely lose our identity as the best club in the land. At Aura. And at Aura. Um, and it's really disappointing to see. And of course, like, you know, some people the hard the 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 hardcore fans obviously will stay through thick and thin. Um, and I hopefully I can count myself and yourself, Sean, and a lot of others, and mm-hmm. certainly our listeners can can count themselves as those people. But um, it's just no matter what, it is very disappointing to to see that we have lost that. And it sort of hit me really hard when I was watching City um, because they're just so much better than us at the moment. Better than every, better than everyone, but you know we were too. People would say that about us about three, four years ago, um, and we just obviously the the footballs you know ebb and flow and and through periods of dominance and that sort of thing. And you can't be dominant forever, but I think we've sort of let this complacency complacency thing of oh you know if we make top six or if we make top four, for me that's not Sydney. That's we even when we were shit, um, I didn't accept that. Like we have to, we have to be there to win it, and we have to. That should be the minimum. It should be like top two is the absolute minimum for this club. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people in the back room are saying that, but yeah, I think we need to start being about it. And hopefully, you know, some form has crept back into the side, and I'm hoping that that's going to be a catalyst for better things to come this season and beyond. But you know, fingers crossed, we can get back to that stage really soon. Couldn't agree with you more, Jules. Well, on that note, uh, thank you, Jules. Welcome back. Uh, I can now relieve you back to your your father. <laughs> maybe father there's, duties. Maybe there's some chores that that jo- jo- Jones has, has left for you to do. Um, yeah, nappy change probably. Nappy change and whatnot. <laughs> or the wonders of fatherhood. Who? <laughs> um, look, well, welcome back. Really appreciate you being back on the pod. I missed. Uh, it's good to be back, boys. Um. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Look, get out to the game this weekend, whether it be the, the boys up in Valentine, the, the older fellas at, at uh, where are we playing again? Allianz on Saturday night. Allianz. Five game. They must have listened to me. I don't, I'm don't. <laughs> i a huge fan of five o'clock kickoffs, but it'll be nice, cool weather. Nice, nice weather come Saturday. Or get down and watch the women there at four o'clock at Netstrata on Sunday afternoon. You might see my face there sunning myself on the on the hill but that's another week of sky blue stories Jono will be back next week uh thank you very much for listening have a great rest of the week <laughs>